T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That Steelers fans would say is either the first or second best quarterback in the AFC, right Mm -hmm. there with Mahomes. Mm Mm-hmm. What makes anybody believe that now is the time the defense is going to play well in a playoff game? And more to the point, Tomlin is going to win a playoff game without Watt. They're 1-10 in 10 without him. Uh, the game in Buffalo two years ago where they pulled the upset, he had two sacks and a forced fumble. After he hadn't practiced at all. After he had missed all a training camp in the preseason. So they're going to do better in the playoffs now that their best player is gone. I just can't wrap my head around the logic there, Chris. So I but think, you think they're going to play better, so I'm, I'm, I'm putting this directly to you. I think their offense is considerably better than it was going into that Chiefs game, probably really than it was going into that Browns game. I know Ben had played the great second half against the Colts, but we had seen for several weeks what they were becoming, a short-passing pop-gun team that couldn't challenge teams down the field. That's what they were in 2021. That's what they had been for the majority of Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky's time manning the starters' position which I know four of those losses in one and ten are basically just games they rested him, which I don't really correlate. Last year, it's seven games without him, and it's one and six. And it's impossible for me to ignore that their point production in those games offensively was putrid. They had no margin for error, and T.J. Watt was the thing defensively that gave them a little bit because he was so transcendent, made so many splash plays. So why do I think they're, they're maybe going to deliver a better defensive performance if well, man- it can't be maybe. You have to think it. it they're they're definitely. I think they're going to control. Because- I think they can control the ball more and therefore limit Buffalo's opportunities. And I do think they are playing a quarterback who, while I would put him at the top of the AFC heap or at worst second to Mahomes right now, is the most chaotic player at the position by far in the NFL. He's a much better version of the thirty-three touchdown, thirty interception Jameis Winston. So does that mean you'd actually give them a better chance in this game than say if they were playing C.J. Stroud on Sunday? Because Stroud isn't as I reckless? I would not want to see Stroud, no. I didn't want to see Buffalo either. I wanted to see the Chiefs only because they look like their offensive struggles are truly baked in, and the the flip side of the Allen is reckless coin is it doesn't matter sometimes because he's still so capable of greatness. But I, I just chalk up a lot of the one in six last year without Watt to go look at their offense. They sucked. They did. Their offense suddenly right now doesn't suck. Okay, I know you know the answer here. What was the score when they went to Buffalo without Watt last year? 38-3. to three. Okay. Uh, one person who does Their think offense it's... sucked. You think Mason would have let them get beat 38-3 to three last year? He'd My have bad. been they, slinging they it. They lose 38-17. We have someone on the hotline right now who thinks without T.J. Watt, the Steelers are going to score the upset. His name is Paul Zeiss. And Paul was overheard apparently in the hallways here saying today... 
if the Steelers lose the game by more than 10 points, he's in a bad, bad, bad way. Is that true, Paul? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Absolutely. I, I saw I saw the 10-point spread, and I said, I got to jump and make sure that I get in on it while it's still 10 uh, because that's like stealing money in my mind. Paul, you are someone who routinely argues with the Mike Tomlin apologists of the world on Twitter and brings up his playoff drought as proof that he's not as good as the national media makes him out to be, and here you are calling for him to pull off one of the great upsets in the last few years of playoff football. Well, I think it's a lot of it is it has to do with the fact that I think that the head coach and the quarterback combination in Buffalo is, is, is they're predestined to make all kinds of ridiculously stupid mistakes throughout the entire game and leave the Steelers hanging around like they should not. I expect – actually, I'm going to call right now. I expect at least one pick six. I expect Sean McDermott to go for it on fourth when he shouldn't. I expect at least three or four major gaps. And you know what? In a playoff game, that's usually enough to tip the scale. So, this is uh, – you know, I feel like Mason Rudolph and the, the, the offense is a little better. They'll score in the 20s. I think it'll be enough to pull the upset off. So, if you were drafting – you could have coach-quarterback combinations for the playoffs. You would obviously put Mahomes and Reed, I would think, at the top. I've seen what you've said on Twitter. You trust both of those guys all the way. You would rather have Mike Tomlin and Mason Rudolph in a playoff game than Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. Did I hear that right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I absolutely would. Did you get high before because work today? No, I'm just saying, I, I, I listen, Sean... Uh, Josh Allen is the is the most maybe the most talented player in the NFL, but he's one step away from being a million dollar talent, ten cent head. And I'm sorry, I'm a guy that likes I like quarterbacks and and coaches that make better decisions. Uh, and, and you know, Tomlin hasn't been great with his challenges. I know that, but you know, one one of the things that Tomlin uh, understands, punting the football is not a bad thing. Kicking so it is when Presley Harvin's your punter. Well, yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe that's a different discussion. But, but, My point is... But, but, Paul, it even sounds to me like because of the penchant for both of those guys to screw up the games and lose the game more than they win it, that you might even trust a play-it-safe Kenny Pickett to go in there and win. I, I wouldn't, and I'll tell you why, because I do think that because of Josh Allen's ability to make plays, you know, he's just, I mean, he's going he's gonna to make plays that you're going to have to score, you know, some points. And I think the Steelers are now more equipped to score points. I'm not saying they're going to go out and score 30 against the Bills, but I think they can get to like 24, you know, 26, something like that. And that's going to be enough. So to me, I, I, I think that right now they have a formula. Now, here's the thing. I, I, as I said before, if the Steelers were going to, to Kansas City, I would, I would whatever the, the line was, I'd be betting on the Chiefs. I know that there's this thing about the Chiefs and the receivers and all this other stuff. Do people understand that Patrick Mahomes currently right now might be the best postseason quarterback we've ever seen? You don't want to play him, and Andy Reid knows how to win. Uh, I just heard you talking about Texans. I don't know that I would pick the Steelers to beat the Texans, and I'll go one step further. I don't think I would pick them to beat the Browns. But when it comes to the Bills and the bonehead they have at coach and the bonehead they have at quarterback, I actually think those two will end up losing the game even more so than the Steelers will win it. And if they do... Just for the record, Mahomes has only thrown four fewer interceptions than Allen this year. 
Well, he's talking well, playoffs uh, now. Paul says it's a new I'm season and a new Mahomes he's takes got, over. He's got, what, what has he got? Thirty-six touchdowns and seven, or I say thirty-six touchdowns and what? Switch like five gets flipped in the playoffs. I said switch gets well, Alan. There, I know that this doesn't address the McDermott part of this because he lost it for them. But Allen has gone into Mahomes' house and clearly outplayed him. And but for his idiot coach not squib kicking it, would have probably won the Super Bowl that year. Well, again, the the coach or the quarterback. That's my point. One or the other. They're both, and now you got them both. Paul, I'm telling you, if the Steelers win the game, how much money do you win? Uh, we won't talk about that because then I would have to re- – all I'll say is I got the Steelers to win. Then you'd have to report it to the IRS? Was that what you were going to say? <laughs> I, I'll just say this. I got the Steelers at plus 410 uh, to win. Uh, you know, I got a couple of fail-safes where I have the, the line, the, t- the 10 points. The 10 points, I have a couple of you know, fail-safes so that I can hedge it a little bit. That they, All they got to do is cover. Now, if they don't cover, it's going to be a bad day for me, for sure. But if they win, it's going to be a really good day. If they cover the four, I'll, I'll come out a little bit ahead if they cover. And I think they're going to. I think there's no chance they don't cover. All right, Paul Zeiss, there it is. Thank you, Paul. No, ch- no, cho- no chance they don't cover. And picking the Steelers to win because of the boneheadedness of Josh both, Allen yeah. and Sean McDermott, and would say the Steelers have a better chance in Buffalo than if they were playing the Browns. This week. I don't think I'd feel the same What's way. What's happened to Paul? Do you think that the... <laughs> what are, do you think the spread would be? insane takes. What do you think the spread would be if they were playing Kansas City instead? I actually think it might be slightly lower. It would be. I think it would like still eight? be still be between a touchdown and, and a 10, but I don't think that Kansas City deserves that just based on how they played. If they were playing the Browns, hypothetically, I think it would be like a 6 or a... Four. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, it hadn't been a lot of times where I think about not having TJ, to be quite honest with you. But we've got depth at that position. That's why we went out and thoughtfully acquired Marcus Golden. That's why we drafted Herbick. We're as deep at that position as we've been in some time. We're comfortable with the quality of depth. We have an appropriate number of people. We have guys that are capable. We have guys that have been here. We have guys that, that know what to do. So we're going to utilize all of that. Nick Herbick, what has he shown you, especially over the last three weeks? About? You know, not a lot defensively. He's just been a core special teams player, but it's beyond the last three weeks. He works every Every day. He's gotten better over the course of the journey that is the season. I hope that's gamesmanship and not a sign that Tomlin's going to play Golden over Herbig more in Watt's absence. That's neither of those things. That's Brooke asked the question. So he wanted refuses to... to give Brooke anything resembling a real answer. Yeah. For 
I didn't. I hadn't. Stupid reasons. I I'm hadn't sure. thought about that, but you're right. He seems to. Yeah, you're have right. A Nick, Nick Herbig, who made the biggest play of the Seattle game, a huge play, and the biggest play of his career, really hasn't done much to jump off the page the last three weeks defensively, but he has been a core special teamer. Donnie, defense in the playoffs sucks with T.J. Watt. Why should I believe it'll be better without him on Sunday? Well, I don't really think you should, but they do have better edge depth, I think, than they've really had in the past with without Watt. But, no, I mean, you shouldn't believe that they will be any better. I think what we're hoping for is reckless quarterback that is Josh Allen because he's either a guy that looks electric and, if he is, the Steelers – probably aren't going to be within 10 points. And I think there's also some hope in that lake effect snow, that beautiful lake effect snow, <laughs> to hopefully slow down what Buffalo can do offensively. 70-mile-per-hour winds there right now at this exact moment. I'm not moment. sure I know what 70-mile-an-hour wind feels like. Isn't that just a tornado of some it's kind? Or? You're getting close to like an F1, yeah, the lowest level. Your wind shears, things like that. I don't. I, I could mean, you imagine if there were seventy mile per hour winds? With the you couldn't kick field goals or punt. Have you ever seen those videos of like in Chicago when they've had that fifty mile an hour winds? You've got like Robbie Gold kicking one I, outside the left I'll upright tell you and what, it blows all the way out of the like the the field of play. I I I'd give a pinky toe or something along those lines for that on Sunday because that would turn the game into like a nineteen like nineteen style game, yes. football. Let's bring back uh, Norm Van Brocklin from the early 50s and let's play ball that way. No, they'd run the ball 70 times. Every Steelers play would be a running play. They'd have Mason doing like setting up basically as like a wing T or a single wing quarterback just would, going on quarterback sweeps. It would have to be the Mac Jones game last year. That's right. Two for three, Two. 17 yards or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And then when they played a real game in normal conditions in the playoffs, the Bills had a perfect game. They never punted. Correct. They scored on every single you wanna, possession. You want to talk about getting revenge in spectacular fashion. I believe that was it. I hear a lot of people, a lot of chatter that the Steelers are going to either win the game like Zeiss said, or they're going to play really close. So that tells me that now there's like this tacit trust in Tomlin to do a better coaching job. Which based on what our callers have said for the last two or three months, I never expected that to be the case. Now it's like in Mike Tomlin we trust. We're without I think people the best the defensive offense. player in the NFL. Well, I just I quote tweeted you as I am wont to do when you said you put it out there for people. Why would I believe that this bad defense would do better without or would perform without Watt? It's not even about the defense. They sucked without Watt last year because the offense didn't even average 14 points a game in those seven games. Not complimentary football. You had no room for error. But when matched up against this team. Yes. They gave up 38, and it mm -hmm. wasn't like, oh, it was the defense just turning the ball over like crazy. Allen threw for over 400 yards in that game. I know. And I think he had four touchdown passes. I know. I am aware. They gave up 552 yards that game. It was bad. But so, you know what, Pony? The thing about that game is the weather, 55 degrees. Winds weren't even close. You to said yesterday weather doesn't matter. You're doing a 180 on that now? No. That just will allow Josh to really, you know, good weather would put more of an onus on Mason, but I think people are comfortable with 412-928-9370. Here's Rich on the fan. Hello, Rich. Hi, Rich. You're on the air. Now you're not. See you, Rich. Jerry's next. Hello, Jerry. 
Hello. How you guys doing today? Hi, Hi Jerry. Jerry. Hey, I had a, I had a, uh, I guess a theory, and I was wondering what your guys' opinion was on this. Okay. So when we were post-Ben, we said that we needed a mobile quarterback to fit Canada's offense. That was Mike who said that, yes. Mike and many yes. others. So we went out and we got Mitch in free agency, and they already had their eye on Kenny the whole time. Well, after, what, two years of Canada's offense and seeing what those two quarterbacks could do, Mike finally had enough of Mitch when Kenny was hurt, and he had to resort back to Mason. I've been a Mason guy since 19. I got his jersey. I wear it every time he starts. Love the man. What they've come to realize now is now they're back to the old Steelers pocket passer running the football and being able to score points. And I think the reason why everybody worries about depth charts and things like that, that none of that matters. What matters is where they're going to go forward, regardless of what happens this weekend, is if Mason plays well and they decide to somehow offer him a contract to stick around next year to compete with Kenny, it's all going to rely on what kind of offensive coordinator they bring in and if they want to change the identity again back to a pocket passer, run the football, play good defense kind of team versus the run-and-gun mobile quarterback, the Josh Allens, the Mahomeses, the Jalen Hurtses, and all that. Yeah, I don't think Tomlin wants a statue quarterback unless the guy he thinks is elite, and he's not there yet on Rudolph. Rudolph, I have to point out on one play, though, did show plenty of toughness and enough mobility to get a big key first down. Dove forward. And I don't even think Tomlin ended up mentioning that. Well, because I'm sure he doesn't want to doesn't want Mason to get too high, and certainly doesn't want Kenny to get too low. Josh Allen, who is just an incredible competitor, they utilize his talents and his competitive spirit very well. That can be displayed by their de- design run game and weighty moments, possession down, red zone situational moments. He's got 15 rushing touchdowns on the season. Boy, that is something to deal with. How many NFL players this year do you think had more rushing touchdowns than Josh Allen? Donnie, do you know the answer? I have one in my brain that I think is the only one. More rushing touchdowns this year than Josh Allen. Yep. There's maybe two that I can think of. Donnie, you want me to help you? He asked you, so I want you to answer it. I was going to say, well, how many did Hertz have? You're talking I mean, about, he's talking about player, period. Hertz did not have as many. He had just as many. They both they had did 15. have 15. I was going to say, I mean, every time they get on the one or two, yeah, they it's pushed the same him in there. Play. Yep. I have two running backs in my head that I think had as many or more. Well, only one player had more than 15 rushing touchdowns this year. I actually think it's David Montgomery. But it's probably he had CMC. 13. It's probably CMC. He had 14. Who am I forgetting that had a ton of rushing touchdowns? Kyron Williams? He had 12. You're in the ballpark. Connor? You're getting warmer. No. Now you're getting colder. He had seven. He had fewer than Najee. Not mixing. I'll give you one more guess if you want it, Donnie. I'm getting mad now. Come on, Donnie. You can do it. I believe in you. I don't know. I feel like you've exhausted a lot of really good ones. I got nothing. I'm out. Because my initial guess was that nobody had more. Is it going to be someone dumb like Raheem Mostert? It is. 18. Oh, of course. Yeah, Raheem he, set, he set their record. Only guy. So, you make them one-dimensional if it's bad weather and they have to run the ball more. Be careful but what you But then it turns for. into Josh Allen and James Cook. 
I think the worst and, thing that can happen for the Steelers is that they just decide to pound the run early and they're successful doing it. And my uncle, diehard Bills fan, is convinced that Allen's a better play with Josh Allen is an Allen run than an Allen pass. He thinks the Allen runs are basically undefendable. Unless you, so big, unless you annihilate him physically, but he has avoided it throughout his career. He hasn't gotten hurt on any of those. Oh no, he's plays gotten like crushed. Lamar. He just he just bounces back up and perhaps has a brain made of titanium. He's like the Terminator. Yes, I don't know how. I feel like he gets concussed twice a game, but that's neither here nor but there. But when he throws it, sometimes he has massive brain farts and he throws it to the other team. The weird thing about him turning the ball over is you'd almost feel like if he is playing fast and loose with it, and you are forcing turnovers. I would get the sense that the Steelers would try to get the ball back and be somewhat conservative and try to limit possessions. Like, they wouldn't want to go for the, you know how people always talk about quick change plays, mm-hmm. strike while the, the other team is reeling? I feel like against him, you don't want to do that because you want to maximize every possession you get to minimize his chances at you. Here is Jimmy on the phone. Really? Hello, Jimmy. Hey, what's up? Thanks for taking my call, man. You bet, Jim. Avid listener. Listen every day, brother. Thank every you. Day. We Love appreciate you that. What do you got for us, man? So, I think... The two factors that I keep saying and thinking is, obviously we have to rely on Allen to give us the turnovers sometimes. But I think on on our side of the ball, I feel like Warren is going to be a key factor in establishing that ground game, especially if the weather is deteriorating. And I think Jalen Warren picking down the field, we're going to be good. I think Jalen Warren, if the weather deteriorates, might find his touches really limited because I think that they saw him in Baltimore put the ball, put Piggy on the ground twice. And wet, what? He'll rebound. Wet game, can, That's going to give him a reason to rebound. What snow, well, what if it's snow, though? Snow is also – what is snow if not frozen water? Snow doesn't make make it slippery like water does. How do you know? And they're, they, remember, they, they're, they don't have Milano. They don't have Douglas. There's a lot of injuries on that defense. Yeah, how the many, guys who've, put it, who've played for Milano, the guy who's filled in has done a great job. How many turnovers does Josh Allen need for the Steelers to win the game, Jimmy? I think two. And you're confident they get that without their best defensive player playing? I think that I think we'll cover. I think we're going to cover. I don't think it should be ten, but if I had to guess, I would say three and a half to three. Three and a half to three. What they lose? Yeah. I think the now, steel- let's let's revisit that for a second here. Yes. If they just go there and they lose a three point game, are we going to be okay with that? Like, are they going to get a pat on the back no, from that? No, because there will be inherently in any three point game there will be numerous things that you'll cite that they could have done to have won the game. It'll be sports talk catnip. They have a thing that they didn't have in any of those playoff games, really. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe they did in the form of Joe Hayden, but I don't think he ever played at this level. I think in Joe, I hope Joey Porter Sr. is listening to this and wants to kick my ass even less than before after I say it. Porter Jr. is going to shadow Diggs, and I think he's absolutely good enough already that he could make Stephon Diggs' life miserable and I think when that offense sees Stephon Diggs miserable, they start to kind of uh, fire on the wrong cylinders. Allen, I do think, tries to keep him happy and sometimes forces the football in there. I think Porter Jr. is the kind of player that they have not had in some of these games where they've gotten lit up, and now they do. Yeah, but they've somehow won five in a row with Diggs being neutralized. The tight ends. And, they've yes. gone to the tight ends, but guess what the Steelers get back? Almost certainly Minka, KZ. Suddenly, Eric Death Row is a playmaker on the back end. I don't hate those matchups. Yeah, Chris, they had those guys against Arizona, and look at what McBride did to them. Different team. They have Mason quarterbacking now. The the trickle down has nothing to do with defense. Yes, it does because if they're holding the ball longer, those defensive players aren't as gassed. Uh Oh, also some of those players are 
more familiar with the system now because they've been playing here yes, longer. Yes, so what really happened against the Cardinals was even with all those break, breaks in that game with halftime and weather delays and stuff, they were just so exhausted. Well, those breaks in the game hurt uh, the defenses. It's just that Arizona's defense uh, didn't have to worry about Mitch taking advantage of it. Brian is next. Hello, Brian. Hey, guys. So, Andrew, I know you're a staunch picket. No, yeah, not I'm anymore. Not He's gone. Thing. He he jumped off that, Brian. He is no longer staunch. I mean, I'm not completely given well, up on Kenny, but uh, like I'm not. His faith is shaken. 100%. I agree with what Chris just said there. But continue, Brian. Well, well Chris, I, I, I need you to be your voice, the voice of reason here, Chris. So here's what I'm going to say. Under what scenario would Mason Rudolph and the Steelers have to do to become starting quarterback next year in a fair competition? Would he have to win the Super Bowl? Get to the Super Bowl, have good showings. Where do you unseat Kenny Pickett, Andrew? I want you to go first before Chris. You're asking me or what I think Tomlin will do? He thinks what would it take? Just basic. Yeah, both. Why don't you yeah, answer What both? would it take? For Tomlin or for me? For you. For you. I, I would already have Mason Rudolph as their starting quarterback next year. Brian, I sense that Over you are very surprised by what you just heard. I've said that already. Yes, yeah, he said that yeah, yesterday I just, I, that he I, I, would have Mason as the guy, Brian. I have to be fair is fair here. I'd love to give him I a hard time. I said that after the Seattle game. Okay, that's. Uh, I just was curious. I thought you would have picked Kenny because I thought you would want Mason to go to the Super Bowl or the championship game and do very well for Why you. Why don't to we bring answer Brian's other question with the other part of this? What would it take for them? I, I think, don't think there's a scenario in which it would happen. Super Bowl win. He plays like Flacco on the playoffs in 2012. I think they he'll get money from somebody else. They'll say take it. Congratulations and right back to actually. What am I talking about? If it goes down that way, they have to sign him, and the owner would get involved there. I think they have to get to the AFC Championship game. I think they I think have they to get there to with the him playing four. well, though. Not that I see any avenue for them to get there where he's not playing really well, but it can't be like their defense rises up out of the ashes and plays incredible, and they run the ball at everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.